Welcome back to Weekly Broadcast with Dave. Today, I would like to go over police reform and social tension that has been going on throughout the U.S. First and foremost, let me just say that racial discrimination still exists in some police departments. Uh, Not all, but some. And it definitely needs to be called out and rooted out quickly. With that being said, I also think that there have been overcorrections and blanket, like, all cops are bad kind of statements that are obviously not true. There are good and bad cops, just like there are good and bad soldiers, uh, good and bad EMTs, etc., like, with with all first responders. There are always going to be people that slip through the cracks, and each department needs to do a better job and ensuring that they don't slip through. And that's the one issue I think our society seems to have a lot lately, especially lately, is that America always seems to overcorrect or swing too far one way or another. So you're either you're either this way or you're that way. You're extreme left, you're extreme right. And and that's not that's not the right way to go about it. Let's talk about the problem at hand first before we discuss the issues on both sides. So recently, uh, George Floyd up in Minnesota was wrongfully murdered. The man was complying with the police officers, and one of them, a complete shitbag uh, known as Derek Chauvin, uh, put his knee on the guy's neck, like deep in there. And his peers didn't stop him either, which was wrong too. Uh, The guy even said, I cannot breathe, I can't breathe, numerous times. Um, And this has happened in similar past issues. Cops have fucked up big time, resulting in wrongful deaths for, for a good while now. Um... And another one that got spotlight recently uh, that happened was the Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta incident, too. Um, In this incident, the cops had been trying to administer a field sobriety test on him, and he started struggling with the cops. So, wrong on his part, he, he did take a stun gun, which was wrong, and it was a stupid move, but he did not discharge it, and he ran away. He ran in the opposite direction, and this is where it turned really poorly. Um, the cop, uh, fucked up big time, pulled out his weapon and shot him twice in the back. No, the Rayshard Brooks at the time was a no direct threat and he was running away. So that cop obviously deserves the max sentence for, for whatever he receives. Definitely not, definitely poor, poor, poor judgment, poor, poor, poor use of judgment on that one. Um, and then because of that incident, because of the George Floyd incident, this is um, this has given a massive resurgence to the movement known as the, the Black Lives Matter movement that started about four years ago. So, so far with these cases and with social unrest, some of it's warranted. I, I think that I think that with these cases, I I would be very frustrated, too. I think everybody should be frustrated about this. Um and everyone should approve of the legitimate protests. Some of these protests are legitimate and and they're warranted. Now, over the over the past few weeks, it kind of took its, its once again, like I said earlier, it's taking extremes now. It's taking extreme turns. So recently there have been calls for complete defunding of police departments. And some areas are no longer peaceful protesting. And, and to be fair, I do feel bad for the people that actually want justice, that actually want to see reform, because the looters gave them a lot of bad press. But dude, the complete defunding of police departments, do people 
hear themselves when they say that. Like, no wonder gun sales have gone through the roof over the past month. So we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But let's go back to the people with the peaceful protests, okay? So some individuals out there are obviously approaching it wrong and undermining the cause, all right? Like, if you need something done, you need to apply pressure to the legislators, to city hall, to police department heads, like, not, not fucking statues, not posting something on Instagram, not, not like, like when they did the whole blackout photos or blackout whatever, or, you know, some of these companies advertising with a hashtag or t-shirt, none of that's going to accomplish a single fucking thing, all right? With the whole statues thing, I don't. I really don't care if they tear them down. I mean, that's fine. Some of them, some of those individuals did, you know, some fucked up shit. Supported the wrong side in wars. But that kind of effort needs to be put into actual change. Like you tearing down the statues. It's like, all right, fair. You know, they probably deserved it. But what did it? What did it achieve? Like, what? What significant progress have you made by doing that? Um, instead, you need to call the leaders forward in law enforcement and ask what measures are being put into place. One thing that they can call them out on is, is letting past events slide. So I, I looked into it, and it's been reported. I've seen it in some articles. The the cop that had murdered Floyd, which is the, the Derek Chauvin guy, had been cited three different times in the past for uses of excessive force. So how do they not become concerned with that kind of pattern? And... Another factor that they need to consider and they need to look at is while some definitely discriminate, some might just be power hungry and and looking to abuse their authority. Um, While going through training, I've seen the types of authority where where they abuse it. There's always some group that's going to take it one step further, um, starting to use their power in the wrong way. So, So people need to start asking these questions, these following questions, all right? These are the main ones. Are the recruits actually going to extend training into a half a year or longer instead of a month to two months? Some of some of the training, depending on the state, is very insignificant, not that much. They, they definitely could use more training. Second, are they bullshitting the equal opportunity classes? Are they actually having a conversation or is it one of those check the box thing? Here's an hour mandatory video. Like, is, are they actually putting effort into these classes? And then lastly, most importantly, are peers not speaking up when like an officer says some suspect racist remark kind of thing? Uh, you need to you need to hold others accountable. So so these are these are the questions that they need to start asking. And some are doing this, and I salute them for it. But then there are some doing crazy shit and saying, "Oh, cops are bastards," or "Fuck you know, fuck all their cops." Like it's the wrong approach. There are bad ones, you know. Definitely fuck some of them, but but not all of them. Um, I have a friend, Sergey, who is in D.C. Capitol Police, and he's, he's talked to me a bit about it, too. Uh, very good guy, great guy. Uh, went through officer basic with him at Fort Benning, and he's in the guard now up north and does drill one week in a month. Um, anyway, he told me that, you know, he, you know, he agrees, you know, the, the protests are legitimate, but he is concerned with the extreme uh, anti-cop sentiment spreading. His mindset, and I, I have a similar one, is if there isn't a mutual way forward where we can all come to the table, who's going to want to be in law enforcement after this? You know, there there has to be a, a 
moderate approach to this because the main problem is ensuring minorities are no longer on the other end of excessive force. That That is the main concern. But the answer to that is not completely defunding the departments and shunning all of them. That's, that's not the right answer at all. Uh, not productive, and it's not going to get any results. And you know who's feeling this divide too and is not helping fucking whatsoever is is the extreme media outlets. Fucking networks like MSNBC or, or Fox News is only adding to the problems. Neither want to see the other side and and they've given a lot of people tunnel vision. One way or or well, one way or the other, you know, you have some idiots complaining about, you know, like, oh, I should be able to wave, you know, a Confederate flag and saying shit like white lives matter, which is, you know, that shit's fucking absurd. I, I you know, but then you have some idiots on the other side saying, you know, if you don't back the defunding of entire police departments or if you're Republican, like you're you're a fascist Nazi, like comments like that are absolutely ridiculous. People need to get this to their fucking thick skulls. Whenever you say something, you need to be very careful about how you voice your concerns. You know, don't be stupid. Don't don't go extreme and say some dumb shit like Recently in the news, there was one woman, uh, Clara Janover. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it's Clara J A N O V E R. So this woman recently graduated Harvard, had had a job lined up, and she went on social media. I think it was TikTok. The outlet was TikTok, and said verbatim that she'd stab the next person to tell her all lives matter. So I understand that frustration, but saying dumb shit like that is just undermining the cause. All right, you can voice your opinion, and you can you could be worried. You can you could you can basically bring people to the table, being moderate and being reasonable instead of being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fucking stab anyone that that isn't backing it. That it's not gonna it's not gonna help you at all. And because of stuff like this, people are losing sight of the important goals of two things, all right? Police departments rooting out racial discrimination and working on bettering the relationship between cops and the community. And I'm glad that there are some smart people out there that have engaged in talks with one another. That that needs to continue. And every single time in those talks, mention the fact that Congress is still butting heads internally and nothing, nothing has been passed. The Republicans tried passing a police reform act, um, and given it probably needed some amendments and definitely probably had some flaws, but it was instantly blocked by House Democrats with without any debate, no thorough debate, like not a chance whatsoever. Now is not the time to be stubborn about this. Like now is not the time to stall and gridlock with one another. Like the fact that the fucking Democrats and Republicans have not been more have been well, so they've been more focused on whether or not the like a filibuster should be in place or who's going to oust Mitch McConnell, that's just flagrantly diminishing the, the sense of urgency that an act needs to be passed ASAP. Something needs to be passed. Like, yes, Mitch's removal needs to happen at some point. Yes, we can talk about what we're going to do with the filibuster, but we need to prioritize here. And, and this is certainly not the time for your own photo op or, 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 per, or per career progression. Uh, I found those those photo ops of Pelosi and, and uh, Chuck Schumer, you know, them taking a knee and, and wearing what's called a kente cloth, a kente cloth, which is traditional wear from Ghana, and you know they're 
you know, it's just this sort of a bad look. Um, like, and, and reform needs to happen soon, or these communi- communities will continue to get really tense. The tension's going to increase. This charade that, you know, the government leaders and the media is putting on is absolutely disgraceful. Uh, a lot of talk and no action whatsoever. Just push the bill through, push a bill through that covers genuine reform. There's always going to be parts of it that can't be agreed upon, but that is why compromise exists. Because if there isn't any legislation passed quickly, some places will figuratively and literally, because obviously this happened in some places, go up in flames. This movement is legitimate and should be heard. We just have to ensure that there isn't an overcorrection. Because once people start building us versus them mentalities, you know, division, this side versus that side, that's going to just steer us back. It's just, that's, that's regressive. That kind of thinking fueled segregation and tolerance, and we do not need that. What we all need to do is point out the extremes when it happens. As a person, just think back to simple foundations that were set when you were a kid. You know, you learn this, this, this kind of shit at a young age. You treat people with respect, you hear what they have to say, and you voice your concerns in a reasonable manner. And unless someone physically attacks you or is in motion to, you keep your hands to yourself at all times. You know, always take a reasonable course of action. And then when it comes time to prosecute individuals that are guilty of excess or misuse of force resulting in a citizen's death, they should be punished to the full extent of the law. No reassignment of where they're working, no paid leave, actual justice. Because too often has the judicial system been softer with authorities over over the average citizen. Because we all know that if the scripts flipped, if it was the citizen that killed the police officer, the citizen would 100% be locked away for a long time. So th- these kind of changes, they're going to take a while. It's, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while. And it requires constant diligence. Reform isn't going to happen unless you always apply pressure higher up. If the spotlight dies or if it's replaced, then we're just going to fall right back into the same cycle. Just like when coronavirus news cycle overshadowed the Chinese government restricting you know, the individual freedoms and free market of Hong Kong with that you know, security act that was overshadowed or you know, human rights abuses going on over in the Philippines with, with uh, Duterte. Um, you know, or the ongoing shady investigation behind Epstein and, and the newly found accomplice Maxwell. You can't let the news dictate if a movement dies out or not. People need to push on and push on in the right direction. You got to make systemic changes and reestablish the faith in the relationship between law enforcement and the citizens that make up the community. Like we can't just remove law enforcement from the equation. That's the wrong. That's the wrong route. That you know that kind of stuff that that'll it'll fall back to Wild West days where you know it's vigilante justice, which is not it's not the route we need to take. It's just gonna it's gonna crush communities. So I've pretty much covered um, everything I wanted to talk about. Obviously, this issue is a lot deeper than what we've discussed, and, and with something like this, there's always going to be more to cover about, uh, but we'll go ahead and wait and see how everything develops. 
not sure what I'm going to talk about next uh, next week yet, um, but I'll figure it out. Um, like I said, just we all just need to come to the table. We all need to have a discussion, and and you know I'm glad that a lot of these issues are being called out because you know it needs recognition. You know, so all right, have a uh, great Fourth of July weekend and stay tuned.